Welcome to The Voice of Reason with Dr. Sonia Thompson of Arise Ministries International. Get ready to be strengthened with solid foundational truths inspired by the living word and changed by fresh revelation that will push you into a victorious life now. Welcome, beloved, and thank you for joining me today. Your presence means a great deal to me. This is your host, Apostle Sonia Thompson. I am ecstatic to have you with me today as I continue the teaching of the law of multiplication, seeding for the mega. I'm going to continue right where I left off the last time. And if you're listening in and you haven't listened to part one of this lesson, do yourself a favor, stop the podcast and go find part one and listen to that so that you can have the message in its entirety. The law of multiplication seeding for the mega. Pull your seat up and let's allow the Holy Spirit to continue to break this word open for us. Last time I taught, I closed out with the 18th verse of Matthew, and I'm going to pick up there and I will not recap. I'm going to just go ahead and pick up and begin the teaching from that point. Verse 18, and it says, And he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples, and the disciples gave to the multitudes. This is going to move us into our fourth point. And the fourth point is you must eulogize your seed. You heard me properly. You have to learn how to eulogize your seed properly. When we think of a eulogy, We know this in the natural, when a person passes away, you have people that come forth and they say all the good memories that they have about this particular person. I don't care what kind of life they live. You know, some of that's not true, but I'll leave that alone because that's not what this podcast is about. God is going to teach us how to speak the truth about our seed. We're going to learn to properly eulogize our seed. And this is what the Lord was showing when he took that seed the five loaves and the two fish and looked up to heaven and blessed it and broke it. A eulogy took place. So just like we do in the natural, when we say all the good stuff about that person who has passed away, we must learn to do the same with our seed. And let me say this to you. Many of you speak down about your seed and you have to stop that today because that is a seed you're dedicating to the Lord. You're giving it in his name. You're dedicating it to the kingdom. And how dare we, or how dare you speak down on your seed? Don't say it's not much. Don't say about something that you planted. Oh, I planted this. It wasn't much. It wasn't nothing. It's a whole lot. When anything that we take and dedicate to God is a lot, it's much in his hands. So eulogizing requires you to speak well of that seed when you plant it. And you must continue to speak well of it as it's being multiplied so it can be distributed. Notice Jesus blessed that seed. What do you think he said? I had a meeting with our Arise women. I was in Lake Mary at the time teaching some of this lesson right here. And I asked them if anybody knew what Jesus said when he blessed the seed. So I allowed a moment of silence, if you will. And I said, what do you think he said? One of my daughters was brilliant, picked it up in the spirit. And she said, he said, be fruitful and multiply. And I wanted to just bolt and begin running, but I had to continue teaching. Yes, that's what he did. 
He blessed that seed. The blessing of the seed is be fruitful and multiply. He spoke well of that seed. He was basically saying, Father, I see this five loaves and two fish. This is a mega father. This seed is going to feed 5,000 men plus the women and children. He spoke well of it. He spoke what had already been designed about the seed from the beginning of time to be fruitful and to multiply. So essentially, what we do when we bless our seed, when we commend it to be fruitful and to multiply, I'm talking about our financial seed, of course, and we tell this seed to do what has already been pre-programmed into the DNA of every seed in the universe from the beginning of time. You must be fruitful and you must multiply. Why? Because that's the way God has designed the system. So we speak based on the law, not on the outward situation. And that's what Jesus did. He blessed what was in his hand because he saw mega. Let me show you something really, really important. John 12, verse 24. It says this, most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Now, I'm not trying to manipulate scripture. Jesus is speaking of himself. He was prophesying of himself that he as a seed had to go into the ground. And if he would go into the ground, that he would multiply. He was going to produce much fruit. And uh, if you're born again, you are a portion of that fruit. And if you're not born again, make it your business today to invite the Lord Jesus into your life. So he was speaking of himself, but this is a law in the kingdom. Listen to me carefully. The seed must die. That seed must die. Some of you already, you're killing your seed, but it's not having a a type of death that's going to bring a resurrection. What do I mean by you're killing your seed? You're putting it in everything in the world and you're forgetting about being rich toward the kingdom. So your seed has to die. A seed must die for a eulogy to take place and to take effect. What happens in this cycle? Let me talk to you about the seed cycle. The seed cycle starts with life. There you have life in your hands with a seed. You know, seed is the word of God. Of course, that's the main seed, but I'm talking financial seed. That $100 or that $500 or that $20 is life in your hands. You're holding life in your hands. And as you take it and put it into the hands of the master of mega, death is going to happen. Death happens because now we put it in the soil. If you know anything about a regular natural seed, it dies in the ground. It dries up in the ground. And then life happens again. So that's the seed cycle. Life to death to life. That's what happened with Jesus. He lived, he died, he rose again. That's what happens to your financial seed. That is your seed cycle. So if you want that resurrection to take place, you must permit your seed to die. And you must put it in the ground with the proper eulogy. Glory to our God. And some of you, are still in mourning over the seed that you've sown. You haven't put it away properly. You're going back saying and telling people about this now, if I just had the seed I planted and you're telling this to other people, that's not the proper way to eulogize your seed and you're not gonna see the harvest that God has intended for you. Let it die, put it away properly 
if you're going to participate with the law of multiplication seeding for the mega. The next thing I want to share with you is this. We have to see this between the lines of the paragraph as as Jesus blessed and broke the loaves and fish. We have to release faith and thanksgiving with our seed. That's point number five. We don't see that right there, but I know he gave thanks. I believe it's in one of the other translations that there was a thanksgiving that came forth as well. When you release your seed, when you put that seed in the ground and you eulogize it, faith and thanksgiving has to accompany it. You can't do anything outside of faith. We don't put seed in to pay people's bills in churches and ministries or to fund this or that. No, our seed has to have faith with it. Everything in the kingdom requires we have faith. That is the medium of exchange between the spiritual and the natural realm, between heaven and earth. So faith has to go with that seed and thanksgiving. You're thanking God when you release it. That's why I said you had to properly eulogize your seed. You're saying, God, thank you for this seed, for the mega. What I just planted in faith, I'm going to thank you now for the seed. And I thank you, God, for the harvest. So that's what Jesus was doing. He was thanking the father, seeing what he had in his hands, knowing it was mega. And he knew it was going to feed 5,000 men, not even to include the women and the children. And then you have to let that thing go with the expectation for the mega multiplication. And don't minimize the power of Thanksgiving. The Bible is loaded with Thanksgiving. And I shared with the ladies, I don't repeat a performance in the lives of the unthankful. I don't believe God does either with us too much. I know God, as we talk about grace and so forth, but it's hard to bless somebody who's not thankful. Me personally, I shut down my doors of favor. I will close my hands up when a person doesn't show any kind of thanksgiving or gratitude. I know we don't do anything for that reason, but a person who cannot open their heart up and thank you, and of course, thank God first, then there's a reason why that person is not walking in abundance and walking in the mega. Some of the problems with some of the folks is that they just don't know how to be thankful. And I hope that's not you. We should be thankful for everything that comes from the hand of our father. All right, let me get off my soapbox. Now let's look at verse number 20. Let me read that before we go into our next point. So that point five was releasing your faith with thanksgiving. And now we're going to move into point number six. Let's look at verse 20. So they all ate and were filled and they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments that remained. Now those who had eaten were about 5,000 men besides women and children. This is our sixth point. This isn't about you. This is what you must understand in the law of multiplication seating for the mega. This mega is not about you. It's not about my house, my car, my Gucci belt, my shoes, and all of those things. It's not about that. It's about other people. There are others who are going to need to eat. This is what Jesus recognized. So we could have took that five loaves and two fish and just sat down and ate that and look at everybody else and say, well, y'all didn't come prepared. I feel sorry for you. That's the kind of mindset we have sometimes. But Jesus, thank God he's not like that. He saw that this was an opportunity for mega anointing to come on that seed 
so he could feed others. This has to be your passion. This must be your mindset that there are others who need to eat. So I am going to operate in this law of mega and God will add all that other stuff to me when I'm about my father's business. Others are going to need your help. We're going to need to underwrite and help other ministries and other people, other entrepreneurs need us. Whatever the father has need of, we're going to be ready because we are operating in the law of multiplication and we're seeding for the mega. Everybody eats, beloved, when you walk in the law of multiplication. When you know how to seed for the mega, everybody around you gets blessed as the Holy Spirit leads you to sow into their lives, into their ministries, into churches, into initiatives that God would bring forth for you. So that's the sixth point. Remember, this is not about you. This is the passion God wants to birth in you so you can be ready for every good work the Father wants to send your way. This beloved, this is a kingdom mindset. This person will walk in mega. This is divine provision. You will see the fruition of the law of multiplication seeding for the mega if you will take these three points along with what I taught the last time and you're going to see a great breakthrough in your life. Well, guess what? Yes, you sense it. I'm about to close out this lesson. I told you, let's just get about business and give people what they need and allow you to take it, meditate on it and apply it to your life. I pray that you enjoyed this teaching and that it creates a passion in you for the mega. We must have mega as we step into 2023. We're going to have several years coming up uh, where some great things are going to be happening for the remnant church. You must be ready for it. So start seeding for the mega. I want to recommend one of my books to you before I close out. I wrote a book called Let There Be Peace. It was the last book I wrote a few months ago. If you do not have the book, Let There Be Peace, you must get that book. It will tremendously impact your finances. The mountain of finances will be affected by that book. Take it and eat it, as Jesus would say, and you're going to see that your life has changed. You can find that book on Amazon. It's available there. And listen to me carefully. If you order it between now and the end of July 2022, you see how I just put a date stamp on that. And if you order it between now and the end of July 2022, can you email me with your name and your address? I have a special gift I'd like to send to you. My email is Sonia at Arise Ministries, com, And Sonia is spelled S-O-N-Y-A. So again, that's Sonia at Arise Ministries, com. Finally, do me a huge favor. Do your father a favor. Let me say it that way. And please share this message on your platforms. I would really appreciate it. I know the Lord would appreciate it. We need to get this message to our brothers and sisters. And I want to thank you in advance for doing that. And I appreciate it so much. Well, beloved, have an incredible day. I love you in Christ. And until the next time on The Voice of Reason. Thanks for tuning in to the Voice of Reason podcast with Dr. Sonia Thompson. We solicit your prayers and support. 
please visit our website at www.ariseministriesintl.com for more information about our products, ministry, or to submit your prayer request. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook at Arise Ministries INTL. Be sure to tune in again next week with the voice of reason.